Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Alina Rose is a relationship expert. She's a cognitive coach, women's sensuality mentor, and an expert working with clients, corporates, and providing regular media commentary on the transformative effect of unlocking feminine power. Known as a warrior for women, Alina helps women with reclaiming their right to pleasure and mindfully creating happier, intimate connections, both in and out of the bedroom. She is uniquely qualified to appear on this episode of Ageless by Rescue as we talk about the power of unlocking your feminine mystique and reclaiming your sexuality. She's a master practitioner of NLP, a certified life and executive coach, an EFT practitioner, and a Psyche K facilitator, as well as a student of Tantra. I spoke with Alina on the topic of ageless sensuality, the power of leaning into our feminine mystique, shifting cultural norms of what it means to embody sexiness at every age. She also shared deep insight and research on the mind-body pleasure connection and the science behind the often misunderstood practice of Tantra. Alina is a coach and guide who works with clients on reawakening their sensual energy, projecting a powerful feminine identity and unlocking parts of ourselves that have been minimized due to grief, trauma, age, or lack of confidence. Her insights are absolutely priceless. And I know that this is an episode that will spark more than a few conversations on the topic of expansion and personal growth through the power of sensuality. Welcome, Alina Rose. Let's start with that addicted, I can't think about anything but that person. That's the dopamine. That's the the rush that you need and you need more and more of that person. And if you are not in their energy field and experiencing their, their scent and their voice, then your body kind of gets a little bit down and deflated. So you just dream about getting that dopamine fix uh, as well. So there's that. But in terms of um, the beaming feeling, that tends to happen when the heart is open as well. So uh, somebody that is just having primal or carnal sex will not have a glow as much as someone whose hearts are open and syncing up. And uh, according to the Heart Maths Institute, who have done quite a lot of research over the sovereignty of the heart as an intelligence center compared to the mind. And the Institute discovered that not only does the heart have 40,000 more neurons than the brain, it emits five times, 5,000 times rather higher magnetic field. And that when people are in heart alignment, it creates a sense of resonance. So it's a sense of familiarity. And so when this heart energy and the heart produces a lot of feel-good chemicals in our bodies as well, it is a big generator of uh, serotonin, when our heart is synced up with another, plus adding that 5,000 times more magnetic effect, we almost become high like on a natural drug and that's why we're beaming and we're glowing because when we think 
in reverse, what stress and aging do to us, you know, cortisol, it, it kind of contracts and shrink us and it takes all our life force and kind of pulls us in and shrivels us. Whereas these chemical reactions are almost a reversing of aging and amplifying again of, of our cells, of our hormone systems, um, a, you know, amazing sex and love produce more estrogen. And so we are more fertile with that energy. So our whole body is kind of like zzz, lit up by the chemical process that are happening because the heart is engaged. And uh, if the sex is satisfying, which is a big component of it, then when we're building up sexual energy quite often, then that too has incredible effects across all physical markers from an improved cognition rate because of the heart-mind connection. It creates a whole brain functioning, which relaxes the nervous system. It improves immunity. It has a flow and effect by harmonizing the body and the mind. And so, yeah, the whole brain functioning is what has a flow and effect to every other part of, of us. So I want to kind of jump to some of the things that you could share with us that, you know, without possibly doing an entire course on Tantra, uh, some of the things that you would recommend to your clients because you are a coach for um, femininity, cognitive um, behavior, you're a cognitive behavioral coach as well. So I'm really curious as to what are some of the techniques you teach your clients? Yes. Well, I, there are actually a lot of very happy people in relationships who are living longer, as you say, but who are not entirely sexually empowered. And there is an upper limit to what we think sex is or normal or pleasure is, because it is only recently that this exploration of our primal intelligence is seeing the light. And that is because, you know, first we had, you know, the mindset revolution that, you know, thoughts become things and your thinking is very important and thoughts shape everything. But then people were still kind of experiencing stored trauma in the body. Then we went down into, you know, the heart space and emotional intelligence and living from the heart and exploring the importance of the heart as an intelligence and spiritual gateway. And, and yet, things were still like missing a little bit. And then finally, you know, we go sort of into the depths of the, the sexual exploration and realizing, okay, maybe there is something more to it. And that is the awakening of primal intelligence. And the first thing that I start with with my clients is just the realization that such a thing exists that you're right and like if you don't accept that such a thing exists where that's the first place right acceptance and acknowledgement of it as an option exactly and sometimes I ask women to put their hands on their womb and just connect and they're like oh they they never have done that um that these could be energy portals you know we look at genitals as birthing or functional or maybe sexual pleasure domains but to explore and understand and expand your view of yourself as a more energetic framework 
is already an incredible paradigm shift. And for people who are single, they start to enjoy their exploration of themselves in whole new subtle ways and that the definition of pleasure can expand beyond our sexual organs or our genitals and that sensuality and our, I'm, you know, touching my hand for a reason here, our energetic field is so subtle that something as simple as brushing your palm with your fingertips can be pleasurable and tickling the back of your own neck can be pleasurable. And if our body is an instrument of pleasure and an awakening of this electricity, then what does that mean in partnership? What does that mean for other faculties in ourselves that can be seen as pleasurable? So by understanding that this primal intelligence is the core of who we are and it informs everything else, and that it's very sensuality-based rather than sexuality-based gives permission to a whole group of people, regardless of their age or relationship status or wellness status, to see themselves as erotic beings. In terms of um, uh, talking about climax and uh, the sustenance of, of that electricity of um pleasure. One of the things that I think is really interesting is that in uh, for elite athletes, for, in performance, and also in a lot of therapy, um, there's this talk about um, abstinence and, and the power of abstinence, because mm. so much of our energy is dissipated during climax or orgasm. And so, you know, elite athletes are instructed not to have uh, sexual experiences uh, before a big game or, um, you know, a lot of um, high performers in, in other fields talk about a period of abstinence where they really rebuilt their lives by taking sexual energy off the table uh, as a menu item. What What's the science behind that and, and what are your thoughts and experiences mm. around that topic? Yeah, um, I would call that a non-tantric approach. So if you are not tantric, um, then you generally would not have the training or discipline to hold yourself in a slightly orgasmic state without getting more excited and without um, dissipating energy. Yeah, dissipating energy because when you when you look at um, you know, why is semen life force? Because it creates life. Um, it's it's lesser so for women, but again, there is a big spike to having an actual climax and then the, the endorphins are up, but then there is a certain level of come down. So it can destabilize those very quick dopamine, you know, a quick rush and a decline can really destabilize the nervous system. It's almost like when people go on antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication, uh, the doctor says, come off it gently. So orgasms create a short-term hit of those positive processes. So boom, when we come down gently, it can be... What the French call an orgasm a little death. Yeah, petit mot. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I mean, that I think what the French mean, however, is an absolution of the ego. So ah. that, that that's what I read in a recent um, French book recently, that it's it's a little death because you sort of absolve and you forget yourself. Oh, um, I like that. But, but I'm sure there is uh, a biophysical process that happens with that. Um, but back to your question, a more tantric approach would be to keep your sexual energy maybe at a 40% uh, through touch if you can, you know, gently masturbate or dancing or just just whatever it is that lights you up a bit and turns you on so that your faculties are awakened so that you are more alert and more on fire but you're not so uh, stoked and overheated that there may be that temptation to to climax and to release that energy so I think for safety purposes especially for athletes for whom a lot is at stake uh, the expert definition is just don't go there at all because you may not be able to stop yourself. But I think 40 to 20 to 40 to 50 percent sexual energy awakening is incredibly healthy. And I would choose that over complete dormant. I'm curious as to what your thoughts are and, you know, the, around pornography and the role that pornography plays to either enhance, inform, educate, or uh, destroy, uh, obscure, and misinform uh, the development of uh, pleasure and, um, you know, ageless sexual uh, enjoyment. Mm. I've never heard of porn being made for that, you know, features people in, you know, in their 50s or 60s. I've never... Uh, I don't watch porn, but I, I've never heard of um, a lot of porn that people would say, yeah, that was really instructive. It, it really uh, built a blueprint of what I'm now going to explore and enjoy. So I'm curious from your professional perspective, what what you think is good or isn't good about pornography? Mm, I must I must admit when you asked me that question, I just like mm, had an immediate like negative, visceral, almost traumatic reaction to it because my previous experiences with porn and also what I'm really observing porn is influencing in terms of you know the behavior of Generation Z, it it doesn't feel integral or respectful or as something that uh, teaches us about pleasure and how women receive pleasure. It's just like gratifying that dopamine, animalistic uh, itch in people. And I think porn is used so often now in our culture as a stress release. So it's not about erotica or being turned on. It's just like, bang, I want to see something intense. It's transactional, to, I guess. It's yeah. like a, I'm going to take, you know, a can of Diet Coke out of the fridge, drink it. It's going to give me a caffeine boost. It's going to suppress my appetite. Mm. Boom. Yeah, exactly. And it's just about that dopamine hit and the dopamine because of its intensity like that, you know, Coke, sugar and caffeine hit overrides the stresses of the day and a lot of uh, people I want to say men but (laughs) tend to be men who are facing porn addiction today are actually not so much addicted to the porn but just rather to the stress release and the dopamine not not the kind of content 
but because of its dopamine hit, it becomes addictive and it starts to link the imagery with the high. And that's why when people go into their own relationships, they tell themselves or their mind tricks them that unless they have that kind of fast, robust, whatever it is they've seen in the porn movie porn, then it's not good. They can't enjoy it. They can't have sex, even though there are so many other you know, chemical, neurological reactions that happen during sex. There's oxytocin, there's serotonin, there's there's a whole host of other things, but the dopamine takes over. And I think that is very dangerous because it limits everyone's expression around pleasure and connection. And when young people are seeing this, then this Uh, becomes locked in and that's how they end up having sex for the rest of their lives unless someone kind of stops them and goes hey wait a minute what are you doing this is you're jackhammering or where are you like you're not even with me um having said that I do know that there is a lot of feminist porn that is uh coming out and I will confess that I've got a list of erotic uh podcasts that you can listen to and porn made by women and there's all sorts of you know woke porn and different porn but I haven't watched it so I wouldn't know but it is on my list just out of curiosity and it is wonderful to see that for those who know that they're visually turned on or want to learn sex from different formats that is available and that we're even starting to edge open that door that hang on this isn't unhealthy this is the mcdonald's style of sexuality i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please share and rate this episode i'd love that ageless by rescue is brought to you by rescue me academy reignite your relationship course love your relationship but miss the early days you're not alone This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy, and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson.